Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 111th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this whole month we have been featuring our uh, wine from Fitvine Wine, our sponsor. And this week we are having the Pinot Noir. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? It's good. It's I pretty like good. It. Yeah. It's, I mean, I could see doing that with some pretty good Italian food or some pasta yeah, or something. That's good. It's that's really, really good. good. Um, yeah. So once again, it's a great lower calorie, lower carb, lower sugar option. Um, if you don't want to blow your macros, if you don't want to derail yourself by enjoying some beverages and having a couple of glasses, this Fitvine wine is the way to go. So the the, what we're drinking today with the Pinot Noir, um, it's only got 118 calories in it per serving. So I think it's got like 0.03 grams of sugar. It's only got 3.7 grams of carbs, and uh, there's still just about 14 grams. Oh, I'm sorry, 14% alcohol by volume in it. Um, so it's pretty good. I yeah. like it a lot. I think it's my, this, this may it's my, be my favorite. Yeah, I was just going to say the same thing. This may be my favorite of what we've tried so far. Yeah. Um, so they sent us several bottles to try, and uh, this is this is the last one we're doing. Yeah. Because July is over. Uh-huh. Um, and we've really appreciated it. Yes. So check them out for sure. Follow them on Instagram, Fitvine Wine. Um, all the wines are just really good so far. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, very good. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it, if it's a healthy lifestyle. Does, yeah. <laughs> uh, so this week we are going to be talking about second chances. We, It was funny because we had somebody reach out and not necessarily say... Second, you know, I am giving my relationship a second chance, but we kind of thought, well, with what was said, you know, why don't we talk about second chances? Well, in I think we, we I think we've had a few kind of around that, mm-hmm. and it may it may we may have looked initially at the issue or the problem that they were bringing first, but you realize based on their own communication conversations as a couple that somebody's on a second chance or someone was given an ultimatum Mm -hmm. or those things and then it was really something that you connect to Mm -hmm. personally based on what you went through and I think a lot of people I don't know if I'd say a lot of people are in this right now but a lot of people do this Mm -hmm. and so I think it, it warrants the conversation because there's some things on the surface we can talk about and there's some deeper things but i think a lot of it really revolves around the why yeah so i know yes so yeah second chances we're gonna be talking about that but before we um dive any deeper seth has his dumbass post of the week this one is marriage is where you gasp while your husband is driving and he gets annoyed over and over again (laughs) i kind of think of that picture i took of you driving in the rain yeah i know uh but you were the one gasping. <laughs> yeah. Were we married yet? Yeah. We, we, had, we had just I got think we married. just got married. Because I think we just moved to Littleton. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we were heading down. Uh, bowls. Bowls. Yeah. Uh-huh. I remember that. Yeah. It was raining. Yeah. It was raining outside. And it was actually storming pretty good, but the sun was shining. It was yeah. one of those type of storms. So big old huge drops of rain. And and uh, 
nothing happened. No. I just grabbed my phone and took a picture that you didn't see, and I was I was screaming, like looked like I was screaming. Yeah, and I think I was talking or something. Yeah, <laughs> but you you oops, you were driving kind of like up close to your student where so it looked <laughs> because like because it was because it was raining because it so it looked like you weren't sure what you were doing, <laughs> and I just captured it and posted it, and I was like like pray for me. Yeah, or something, but there, nothing happened. Everybody yeah. got a huge kick out of it. Yeah. Um, but the, the, it's funny because the driving thing—I bet we could do a full episode. I know on driving. Yeah, and you're couples. probably right. Um, and we we have some very funny driving stories. Mm-hmm. We were actually contacted. We were by yeah. a podcast. other podcast that shares driving stories, and I, I have a extremely embarrassing, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> driving story from. A long, long, long time ago, that I was going to share on their podcast, and then we realized that. But yeah, because we had to like sign some paperwork saying, you yeah, know, that they, we agree to these rules and all that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we were reading the rules, and one of the rules was that it couldn't be any explicit. Yeah, type yeah it couldn't content. be anything vulgar, sexual. Mm-hmm. You know, so we were like, oh, well, doesn't fit. In there. Done. I don't yeah. know if I'm ready to share that story, but I think that <laughs> even that aside. Couples fighting when they're on a road trip or driving or commuting, um, going somewhere they've never been before, going somewhere they've been a hundred times. There's a lot of arguments in the car. Oh, yeah. I know. It's crazy. It's funny. Because, yeah, a lot of couples, I mean, I can think of countless stories of other, other couples that, like, even including my parents. Like, mm-hmm. I remember one time my mom, like, almost ran us off the road <laughs> when uh, we were like coming back from California into, I think it was like from, we were coming back from California, but we were in Arizona coming into Utah. Like almost the something. Four Points yeah, area? Yeah, uh-huh. uh, the Four Corners. Four Corners, I'm sorry. Four and, Points um, is in California. I always get those confused. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so uh, my mom, you know, like <laughs> gets almost takes us off the road and then my dad's like what the hell are you doing jane what the the heck so i mean yeah there's countless stories and and i'm sure most of them are pretty funny but if you are constantly nagging your partner about the way they're driving it gets irritating it gets uncomfortable you end up not wanting to be the one to drive and then you don't want to be the one riding in the car either. I guess that's true too. You remember the first time you rode in the car with my dad driving? Oh it? my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> that was... Yeah, I think we could do a full episode. On yeah, that. I think so too. But yeah, I mean, like I said, there most of them are funny, but don't just don't get on to your partner about yeah. about it constantly. Or if there is something like really dangerous that they are doing, then you know, kind of. Tell them maybe you, maybe you need to start doing this instead of this. I don't know. Yeah, because that'll be really well received. <laughs> I know. <clears throat> yeah. So, but yeah, I thought that we thought that was kind of a, a funny kind of lighthearted, uh, dumbass post of the week. But really, just uh, don't be, don't be a bitch, Jeez. or don't be a dick to your, to your partner. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, second chances. Seth is actually uh, really, really tired this for this episode. He's I'm, in, been, I'm in pain. <laughs> he's like beat down. <laughs> so, if he's like 
he already I can tell he's just kind of like. Well, I don't think anybody'd be able to tell listening. I think Maybe. if they were watching. I don't know. Yeah, you could really tell though if you're watching. That he's. Uh... I've nodded off twice already. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and I, I'm I'm very achy and in pain, so I self-medicated with a few shots prior to <laughs> recording. Yeah. Um, and I think that just made me more tired than made me feel better. Oh shoot. Yeah. So. So, okay, but let's, okay, let's get started. So yeah, we were, like I said, we were contacted and, and like you said, really, we, we've been contacted Mm -hmm. multiple times. Yeah. I think this is, I think this has been, I don't know if I'd say it's been a common theme, but it it is something that just seems to regularly come up Yeah, to the point that we talked about it and it, it, like I said at the beginning, it warranted the conversation because Mm -hmm. I think there's people that, I think there's going to be people that have been really close to what you went through and are like, yep, Mm -hmm. there's people that are going through it right now that don't really know what to do. Mm -hmm. And there's people that may almost be there. And then I think there is the, there are the people that went through it and they may have a very positive story. Right. Um, I know that's very true. I don't think so, but both, I mean, if you, if you're out there. (laughs) Yeah. And so, but but I think there are going to be people that are like, no, 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 we went through this. Yeah. And it was the kick in the pants that my partner needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I know, but but I I think that I think that that's the minority. I yeah, really do. I know. I think so too. Well, so it when when somebody reaches out like this and they something is usually going on in their relationship, and they are they. They don't know what to do. They don't know. I think we did a we did an episode. Um, I believe it was the stay. Should we stay? Should I stay or should I go? Mm-hmm. Episode where another person had reached out saying, you know, what should I do? And it's it's at that point of a relationship where one person feels like they have tried and tried and tried. And then they finally tell their partner, I'm done. I'm, I'm done with this. I can't, I can't deal with this anymore. I want to leave. I want a divorce, you know? And, and then at that point, the partner is like, I'll change. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll do whatever it takes to make our, our marriage work or our relationship last. So, and, and, and like you said, this specific topic all it really does resonate with me because Mm -hmm. i i really did go through that i i think i've said it before on here that before i had even met seth before seth was even right before we met yeah it was three months before or two months before we met i my ex and i we were I don't know. I don't even know why I... How, how long had you been engaged at that point? At that point, I had only been engaged for three months. Okay. Maybe a little longer than three months. See, I thought you'd been engaged longer than that when we met. No. Uh-uh. Okay. Am I wrong? May, no. I mean, we met but there in wasn't May. A, there wasn't a uh, end in sight for our wedding, though. Like, it wasn't like we were... Maybe it was maybe it's like a year and three months. I don't. I, I could be wrong. 
I swear it was only three months that we had been engaged. Because we, we started dating eight months after we met. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, but it was in March of the same year that you and I met. Okay. So that, that was a couple of months earlier. Uh-huh. That came in May. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Before Seth and I had met, I, I told my ex, I said, I can't do this. I can't. I don't. I don't want to be with you anymore. I want to end this. I don't want to marry you. And, and and I think that it was, it was hard enough to even say that. Have the conversation. Yeah, have the conversation. I think it's uncomfortable. Was, was there one specific thing that kind of broke that camel's back that you were like, I've had enough? Or was it really just, I mean, because I'm curious about, was it like a day or time of reflection that you were like, you know, I've dealt with A, B, C, D, F, and G, and I'm just done? Or did something happen for the hundredth time that you were like, enough's enough? Or no. did you see or hear somebody else go through something? Or what What really, what made you or give you the the courage or even the inkling to have the conversation? Do you remember? I, I just remember not feeling good about myself and, and our relationship. And I, I wasn't even like, I mean, yeah, he did drugs and all that, but it wasn't, I don't even think it was specifically the drugs that mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, I'm done. It was everything. <coughs> it was everything. It was everything combined. It wasn't one specific yeah, thing. The, the, that, the like, thing that's what I was asking yeah, was no. that, but something culminated. That's what I'm trying to figure uh-huh. out. What, what really kind of, what was your, what was your enough point? And it may not have like it may not have been that one thing. That's what I'm saying. Was it? Did you just like pause one day and was like? Did you just have that revelation? Maybe it was so because that same specific day, well, and this kind of shitty on my part, um, but it was like a big day for him, and he he had like because um, he was a. DJ and he had a big show that mm-hmm. his very first big mm. show that he was playing in front of a huge like huge headlining crowd yeah type of thing yeah and um and I probably shouldn't have chosen that day to <laughs> what a typical witch ass girl I know <laughs> I know that's awful huh but. So, so you chose that day I to cho- I don't know why. throw it all out there. And maybe it was because of all of that. Maybe it was yeah. because, like, I'm like, okay, uh, like the, the wedding singer. <laughs> I'm going to be married to a freaking DJ. Oh, yeah. You know, for, I don't know. But because I, I didn't think badly of him DJing or anything right. like that. But I don't know why I chose that yeah. day to do it. Anyway. It's that, funny. So it was that day, and and I, I mean, he started crying, and mm-hmm. and and then of course he's like, of all days, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, but I'm just telling you the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to tell you how I feel, and uh, and he's like, he's like, well, why? You know, like what? Uh, I can change. I'll change. I promise. Like things will get better. H- had you had any conversations about? the changing up to that point. Yes. Yeah, okay. we have. And, and the reason uh-huh. I ask is because I think I think a lot of, e- even when you were kind of describing the episode, it started to pop in my head that I think a lot of partners, the, the one that is quote-unquote trying and putting in all the effort, it's t- 
typically not recognized by the apathetic partner. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they are trying and the other partner doesn't recognize it. And there hasn't been like a flat out ultimatum or a clear line of communication or a clear line of expectations. Mm -hmm. And so the clueless partner that is just la-di-da-di-da now gets blindsided. Mm -hmm. So I I think that some people, um, you know, beat around the bush and hint around and then they're like, that's it. I'm done. I've told you. This, and they're like, when did you ever tell me that? Yeah, and they didn't actually tell them that. Uh-huh. They just hinted around. Right. And especially if it's a girl talking to a guy. Uh-huh. Oh, Because, know. you know, we can, we've can we established a hundred times before, guys do not pick up on hints or clues or tips or anything. Mm-hmm. Which always just baffles me. There's so many male detectives out there because they can't figure out shit. <laughs> that's true, huh? But, you know, so, so that's why I asked, like, had you had the conversation? And would he say... Yeah, we had the conversation before. Or would he be like, well, this is the first time I've ever heard no, you No, he, he knew. Okay. He knew. He knew. I think that he was more blindsided probably by then. Mm-hmm. Like right then. Not maybe not. Because he maybe have could seen why months ago or uh-huh. a couple years ago even. Okay. When he was worse yeah. with his... With his drug addiction. And he probably felt like everything's a lot better now. Yeah. So uh-huh. why would you be so upset now and you But it wasn't then? all the way better. Right. But it well, was... and, and you had matured mm-hmm. over two years. I mean, two yeah. years is a long time when you're young. Yeah, that's true. Um, so you, there's a lot of growth that can happen in two years. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. so, yeah. So he said, you know, I, I'll change and... Um, and I believed him. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I mean... Did you really believe him, though? Or did you want to believe him? I think him? I wanted to believe him. I don't think I really believed him. I think that's I think that's a big thing that people need to distinguish. Mm-hmm. Is, did you want to... Did, did your partner tell you something they knew you wanted to hear, and you had hope, and you wanted to believe, or through the breakdown and the revelation and that come-to-Jesus meeting... You really think, you know what, I I got through to them, mm-hmm. and they are going to change. And I think that's a hard question to answer, because the proof's in the pudding. Mm-hmm. And actions speak louder than words, and you, I don't think you can really honestly, I don't think you can say at that moment in time whether you think they were going to change or not. You hope they do, yeah. but you aren't going to know until they do. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a tough thing to call. So I think, I think a lot of that at that moment in time is driven by 100% hope. Yes, I think that it was hope and my emotion. Well, I was about to say guilt, too. Yeah, I think that... And that's that's perfectly said, guilt. Because I I did start to feel guilty, Mm -hmm. especially because it was the the timing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I I just remember, like, going to the show and then, like, uh, like, hanging out with my friends, like, kind of away from him and, like... Uh Just not wanting to... You didn't feel connected. Yeah. And it wasn't a moment for you guys to share. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And then, because there was this uh, there was this one, like, really good DJ that I had wanted to see. She was, like, one of, one of the best female DJs out there. And she was there that night. Mm. And I remember, like, like, him being excited that I get to see her. 
But, like, it was just weird. It was just awkward. Yeah. And, like, the whole, yeah, the whole night was weird. And then I think I remember, like, a couple days later or something, we, uh, he told his mom. And then. About the conversation? About the oh, okay. conversation. And then we went over to her house and, like, she prayed for us. Yeah. And, um, you know, tell, t- telling us that God's going to strengthen our relationship and this and that and that we both need to to work on it and and all that but i don't and even then even at that <clears throat> conversation it was like okay i think that i it, the hope and yeah and faith mm-hmm. too like well, having faith in god that he's gonna and, help our relationship well and that's where you know i i recently listened to the uh we, we for, if you haven't listened to it we in and this is up your alley i highly encourage you to listen to it cuz it you know shocker we give a completely different perspective than what you would typically hear from marriage counselors especially in the religious sector but um it was what's what's the title of the episode is uh, is, uh, is religion, religion keeping you in a bad relationship yeah. or something like that um and and we 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 came up with that episode based on the massive amount of religious pressure to stay in awful marriages and we completely disagree with that and so one of the things and and when you you tell that story reminds me of what we talked about on that episode was are you praying for what you want or are you really praying for what god's plan is Mm -hmm. and because it can't be both maybe it works out that way but if you're gonna say that you have faith and you're gonna pray to god you have to also have the faith and trust that he's going to put you in the best situation for you, which may not be what you think at that moment in time you want. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, and oh, I it was. think yeah. didn't his mom kind of use that as I don't know if I'd say a guilt trip, but almost yeah later on like the, these kind of checks and balances is uh-huh. like to be able to say like well you're going against God's will almost. Well, and or, you know another thing that like frustrated me with with his mom and her praying for us and all that is that she didn't know everything oh she didn't know his secret yeah she didn't know that he was on drugs her perspective of it was very Uh one-sided that it was her angel baby didn't do anything wrong and yeah you were indecisive. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and so, okay. of course, I'm going to be the bad one. Well, that explains why you took so much heat when you did finally yeah. end it. Well, no, but I mean, I ended up, I ended up coming clean and saying, like, he's been. I don't think that I told her what he was doing, uh-huh. but I told her that he's been doing drugs. D- was and, and, I and have, she knew he was drinking. She knew that. And I, 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 know, I don't want to go down this path completely, but did she? Did that provide any level of understanding, or did that make her resent you more for not sticking it through with him? No, I think that she was actually glad that I told her. Oh, okay. Yeah. She was... Because at that point, I, when, I did, when I did tell her, it wasn't, it wasn't um, after I had broken up with him. It was... Like along this whole oh okay nine month period yeah, or yeah, eight yeah. Month during period. that window okay yeah and and at that point we had a okay relationship mm-hmm. her and I right but so anyway we you know we go through all of this and 
It was it was funny because it was like he 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 tried. Mm-hmm. He definitely tried. And there was I don't know, it was just like he would do things and I wouldn't it would just be like, hmm, okay. Like, well he's trying, but yeah. it would have been nice two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And and even but then like towards the end of it, towards after we had we had met mm-hmm. and then uh because that that november well that right right after your wife asked for a divorce uh ex-wife or ex-wife <laughs> asked for a divorce <laughs> she or uh he went to the doctor and mm-hmm. and the alcohol was yeah. the biggest issue at this point with his health and so I, you know, went to the doctor and then, you know, said, okay, let's, let's quit drinking. Yeah. Let's not drink. Your liver is not doing good. We need to do this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll do it. And so it didn't, it didn't stick. It didn't stick. And, and then he would get drunk and then call me and, and be like, oh, you know, where's the bread or, mm-hmm. or even when we, I went to that Christmas little deal with all of the girls at oh, work yeah. and then he kept calling me and calling me and calling me and I'm like, what, mm-hmm. what do you want? But so every time that he would call me, he would be drunk. Yeah. And, and then his argument was, well, at least I'm not doing drugs. <laughs> the lesser two evils. So, yeah. and I couldn't really argue too much with that because it it was true but at the same time because i would rather him be drinking than yeah but not if the drinking's destroying him him, his organs yeah so i just got fed up and i couldn't take him seriously Mm -hmm. and he he didn't care about himself Mm -hmm. so why would he care about me yeah so yeah obviously I guess long, long story, <laughs> not long story short, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I knew after I, after I met you, it was like, no, why, why mm-hmm. am I going to put up with this? Why am I going to, why am I going to deal with somebody that is like this? I, I gave you another chance mm-hmm. and I was right the first time. Yeah. Well, do you think that, because it's, it's a leading question because I already have a preconceived notion of what the answer is and what I want it to be, mm-hmm. but do you think that most women, and I'll say women because I, I know that there's got to be men that, have, that are in the same situation mm-hmm. that are like, I've given my wife a second chance. That and I think guys in that situation, you're you're a very rare situation. It's usually so predominantly the other way around. Yeah. Where the wife is, men are very comfortable being complacent. Men are very comfortable and creatures of habit, way more than women are. Mm-hmm. And once they get complacent, once they settle in to a routine, once they settle into expectations, whether they're high or low, they really go on cruise control. Um, and men aren't really the ones that are 
predominantly, I know it happens, but they aren't the ones that are like, we need to do something to spice things up. That's usually something a woman says. And so I think that it's the same thing with these. I think that when you talk about giving someone second chances, 90 plus percent of them are going to be women that relate to that story. Um, I've never been in that situation Mm -hmm. at all. I, I couldn't even remotely assume what it would be like to give someone a second chance. One, I've never been through it. Two, I don't know a person that gives people second chances anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. So I, I find it very hard to relate to. But all that being said, do you think that most people that have given their partner a second chance know? Well, let me let me think about the way the best way to ask it. If you give your partner a second chance, is there really something that they're going to do that's going to make you change your mind? I think that you... I think that because it's such an emotional thing Mm -hmm. that you, you really do hope that there is something that's going to, to help them change or that things are going to get better because of the hope. Well, and I think that looking, you know, cause I don't think I was like, yeah, it's not going to happen, but yeah, he's not going to change. But I'll still give him another chance. Okay. You and know? I guess that was kind of my question. Mm-hmm. Do you think people do that, though? Maybe some people do. Uh-huh. But I think I think that, especially women, mm-hmm. I think that women really do want to to see the best or try to see the best in yeah. their partner. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, it, it is, is a, a heavy female trait for just knowing and hoping and believing that there's somebody really good deep inside that just needs to come out. And that's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate to burst people's bubbles, but that's not true. And if it is true, you may not be the person that's going to help pull that that wondrous miracle of an individual out of this shitty shell of a human being. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think that, you know, you, you, you've said it a couple of times with the emotional piece. That's the biggest issue mm-hmm. with second chances i mean if you look at any other situation you look at i mean you know, i can tend to be pretty cold and calculating when it comes to certain issues but if you look at any other scenario let's say your internet provider or your let's say your phone provider your mm-hmm. phone service yeah if you're with at&t and your at&t keeps dropping all your calls you can never get a signal they keep screwing up your bill they keep cutting off your plan they you know whatever you have all these issues how long are you going to stay with that mm-hmm. company i mean are you gonna are you gonna call them and say look these are all the things are going on i'm gonna give you one more chance mm-hmm. to fix this shit and if you don't fix it i'm out of here or are you the type of person that's like you know what this is too much of a headache Sprint's got a better phone. I know in my area they cover better. I can get a better deal. Reviews are better. I'm moving right away. Mm-hmm. But when you do choose to give that supplier, vendor, service, whatever, that second chance, you know beyond a shadow of a doubt what your criteria is that they have to meet to reprove themselves that they deserve your business. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, when it comes to relationships, I think a lot of people aren't good at outlining exactly what that needs mm-hmm. to be. 
and they're not good at being honest with themselves on what it's really going to take. I mean, if, if you're, if you're going to say that, and, and you and I have kind of talked about this on here before, but if the problem is something major like alcohol addiction, drug addiction, abuse, mm-hmm. verbal, physical, whatever it is, porn addiction, whatever you want to throw in there that, that you feel is a major issue, is that the only thing that really needs to change? Mm-hmm. Or if they become the most upstanding version of themselves possible, is that still not going to be the partner for you? Yeah. And I think that, that that is something that people really need to chew on and say, you know what, even if you know this guy right here, I, I'm complaining because he's inattentive, he's ineffectionate, um, he's lazy, he's this and that. Even if he wasn't all of those things, would he still be enough of a partner that you would want to be with? Yeah. And I think there's some too little too late, and you've talked about that with mm-hmm. what he did. It was just too little effort, too late in the relationship, and it was all for nothing. Yeah. But if if you if you can look at that, if you're contemplating giving your partner a second chance, you real it's you owe it to them to be fair. Mm-hmm. If they're gonna do everything on your check, you, you, a you need to give them the checklist. B, the checklist needs to be attainable, and C, you need to admit to yourself that even if they meet everything on that checklist to be the partner that I want to be married to, I will be happy and I will stay with them. Mm-hmm. Because if you have other issues like, well, they do this, 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 and I don't like, and I'm not sexually attracted to them. Ugh, yeah. They can stop drinking, stop smoking, start being attentive, start buying roses, remember birthdays, remember anniversaries, but if they still don't get you turned on, who fucking cares? It's yeah. all for nothing. You still don't want to be with them. Yeah. So if there is something that I know, I you think know they like, can't I think fix. you've even asked it in, the, in another episode. Like, if he did mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z, and he was perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I asked <laughs> you about your yeah. ex. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is that episode. still the type of person you would have wanted to be with? I and know. the answer, most of the time, is no. Yeah. It's not. Sometimes it is, but that's so rare. Yeah. Most really of the time, is. it's like, I mean, and, and I, I look at that even with my ex, where if, if I had the, the list that she would have had to complete to even be half the partner that you are mm-hmm. would have been completely unattainable for her. But she required an entire personality overhaul. <laughs> For me to be happy, which is not fair for me to ask someone to say, you need to change who you are. Yeah, that's so true. And if that's the root cause, everything else is superficial and temporary. Yeah, I know. Well, and I think that that's, that's so true. Like, cause if someone, if, if you're wanting, if you're wanting to give them a second chance, you need to understand the person that they are and because well most people don't change Mm -hmm. and you need to i hate i hate this but you need to accept them for who they are and but who who they really are because i don't think it's really accepting i think it's you need to admit to yourself and realize that's who they are yeah yeah i know and because they're you you already know that that's the person that they are, and mm-hmm. you need to be okay with that. And you, if you're not, that's okay. Yeah. Well, if you're not, that's okay, but I think that you need to make a decision. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> if they're not, and you realize that because of who they are, you're not okay with that, and they're not compatible for you, 
that's an okay realization to have if you're going to terminate the relationship. Yeah. But you can't say that you're not okay with that and choose to stay and then continually complain about who they are as a person. Right. Uh-huh. I that, think... That's the biggest thing that pisses me off about people that reach out is, you, you know, you know you don't want to be here. You know you don't like your partner. You don't. You know you don't want to have sex with them. You know you don't want to talk to them. You know you don't want to do shit to do with them. So fucking leave. Yeah. I, I'm not going to create something magical for you when you ask me the question that's going to make you be like, oh, yeah. I do want to stay with them mm-hmm. because you know it's not there. Yeah, and 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 so I, I can't stand that type of that type of uh, rhetorical question or scenario. Yeah, or yeah. something like that that people want to play out. And I know that it's a process, and I know it's not an easy decision. Yeah, no, it's not. But there's sometimes where it's like, how much writing on the wall do you have to have? Yeah. Especially when you're blatantly pointing it out. When you can tell everybody that you know all the shit things your partner does and you're still that stupid to stay in that relationship, you deserve the misery you have chosen yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you don't like that misery, you, have, you obviously have a different enough point than me. And I, I don't know what my enough point was in my last relationship because as we said on here before, I didn't end it anyway. Yeah. So... Maybe it sounds like the pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> but if you are constantly laying out those complaints and you're choosing to stay, you don't get a badge of honor for putting up with shit. No. You get a big, you know, red sticker in your forehead for being a moron. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to us. Yeah. To to, us, yeah. From do. my perspective, anyway. Because a lot of people would be like, oh, good for you mm-hmm. for sticking it out. And we're like, no, you're a fucking idiot. And I was that moron idiot. <laughs> yeah. I was. I was that guy. Uh-huh. Um, I just didn't publicly... The only thing I guess I would give myself credit for is I didn't publicly complain mm-hmm. about the awful partner I had. Right. I kept that hidden. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I knew deep down that she was awful. I knew deep down I wasn't happy. But I also had enough, I guess, pride mm-hmm. to not throw it out there so everybody would be like, you moron. Yeah. You idiot. I knew I was an idiot. I didn't need everybody else knowing I was an idiot. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. And that's what you do when you blast that shit out there. Mm-hmm. I th- idiot. <laughs> I think when when you give someone a second chance, I think that they, you know, when they say, oh, I'll, I'll change, I'll change, I'll, you know, everything's going to be great. And they end up doing all of the work mm-hmm. in the relationship. And... Because you have done, or at least I did, I felt like I did all of the work in the relationship before, and then now it's completely swapped, Mm -hmm. and now they're doing all of the work, and I don't know, it, it becomes this like game i guess Mm -hmm. well it's a it's kind of this balance of power act Uh uh-huh and you i don't know i didn't want to it was i don't know again it was well you you can't have the pendulum swing swing from one side to the other Mm -hmm. and expect to be happy it has to stabilize in the middle and if it's not stabilizing in the middle then there's no compromise there's no equality there's no you know dual effort it's just one-sided just went from being one-sided on this side to being one-sided on that side yeah i know and that's a horribly unhealthy relationship to be in and if you can't establish that middle ground and get that pendulum right in the middle 
you know? Mm-hmm. Get out. Get out. And another another one that uh, that we another I guess scenario that I have seen um, personally from some a couple of girls that I've known they they are about to either break it off with their partner and then they they get realize, pregnant oh. yeah well that <laughs> they get pregnant or they they end up feeling bad and saying oh you know this is they're a good guy i was about to say they're a good person uh-huh. that's the first thing that somebody always says and then and then they their emo- or their guilt mm-hmm. gets the best of them yeah and same thing with the child thing too mm-hmm. i mean i had i i knew a girl that she was going to break it off with her boyfriend like the day before or something. Or no, I think they were already engaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they were engaged. And then she found out that she was pregnant. And she was like, well, I guess like I have to marry him now because mm-hmm. I'm pregnant. And we, you know, I, it's, this is... God telling us that we need to stay together. Well, lo and behold, they're divorced now. Yeah. So, <laughs> giving even giving someone a second chance when they don't even know that you were about to break it off yeah. with them, though, is a thing. Well, and that's... If there's somebody that's has a an second unfair. chance and they don't know, that's horribly unfair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you at least need to tell your partner when they're skating on thin ice. Yeah. You You at least own that, you know sack up and have that conversation yeah. um but but i i do think i don't think i don't think th- I, I i think there is a group of people out there that don't have the conversation mm-hmm. that they just calculate it in their head and say you know what i i know my enough points right here and they're right here if they hit that i'm done and you don't give them any warning and i'm not saying you owe them any warning i'm just you know if you want to put them on a second chance i highly believe you should tell them they're on a second chance um, I guess at the end of the day, I don't believe in second chances, period. Yeah. I think that I look at what you went through and timing wise, it's a good thing you did give him a second I chance know. because if you had broken it off then before we met, you could have met somebody else. You mm-hmm. could have been dating. And, and I, so I, I don't like giving people this, this false hope of, <laughs> you know, well, it is in God's hands. <laughs> Right. And because I, I don't want you to be like, well, if I was supposed, because I hate that excuse. Uh-huh. That's only a good story if you don't know that that's what's at play. Uh-huh. If you're trying to invoke some kind of miraculous intervention, it's not a good story. You're just making an excuse for yourself to stay in a bad relationship. Yeah, it's only a cool story and makes sense if you look at it retrospectively and be like, "Wow, I had no idea that this was the plan." I know. But when you're trying to force that plan and you're admitting that, "Well, I really want to leave, but I'll stay because I think that's what is best for for me and that's what God wants." No, yeah. no, no. You're you're making excuses for the situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, you had no idea at that moment in time that two months later. The man of your fucking dreams is going to be walking through those doors. <laughs> right? I know. <laughs> I know. That's so funny. I mean, it was like exactly two months later, yeah. too. And so you don't know how it's going to work out. But read the freaking signs. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at what's going on. Uh, so I, I, 
I, I mean, I think that the really drilling into what what brings about the second chance mm-hmm. is it something for for people out there? Is it something that it was a one off behavioral issue like cheating mm-hmm. that? I think people tend to ignore other things that go along with that. I think that when somebody's like, well, they cheated, they feel remorseful, they got caught, they're, I'm fairly confident they learned their lesson, they're never going to do it again, we're going to stay in this. Mm-hmm. They tend to just look at that one thing. That what they don't see is all the outlying factors of they were inattentive, they're a liar, they're mm-hmm. sneaky, they're untrustworthy. There's And there's 10 other things that go along with finding that, but I think people have blinders on. And they just see the most severe action. And they say, well, if they just don't cheat on me, we can make this work. And they choose That's to true. ignore the other signs. I know. So if it's something major like that, I don't want to say that it's easier. But if your partner's like, well, the only thing I have to do is not cheat on you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if I don't do that, you'll stay with me. Okay. At least he's not cheating on me. Yeah. I mean, is that really the the horn you want to blow on that that uh-huh. whole ride i mean <laughs> you know well he he did cheat on me and i told him that if he did it again i'd leave okay <laughs> sucker i mean i don't know what you want to brag about with that uh-huh. um and i think i put that in the same category as you know well he got out of control one night came home drunk and and gave me a black eye and i told him if he ever did that again i'm out of here yeah i know i mean it, you know we we there are certain things that don't deserve a second no. chance, period. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and those two, we believe, are are no-goes for yeah. second chances. Because, well, and, and I mean, it, <laughs> a second chance isn't, we don't think it's a, a good thing anyway. But the, I think that the criteria with the second chance is... The ultimatum, the changes, the checklist, whatever it is, the, the burden that you now put on your partner, give him a second chance. Whatever the, you, you need to have a reason for the second chance. You need to have an attainable accomplishment or goal or checklist that your partner must meet. But you also need to admit to yourself that if they're going to do A, B, C, D, F, and G, you would still you would be happy with them and not want to leave anyway. Mm-hmm. But that A, B, C, D, F, and G need to be attainable. Yeah. If it's things if if it's things that's not within their personality, I mean if you chose to marry a cold, distant, non communicative son of a bitch, they're not gonna change. They're gonna have to put so much effort into pretending to be something they're not, they can't continue that path. So your ultimatum and your love and your companionship, I'm sorry, sweetie, is not enough to make that moron change completely for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. It's done. That's just not who they are. And you need a partner that can relate to you in that way. Yeah. And so sometimes complete incompatibility can have a Band-Aid on it and people can fake it in those situations of, well, you know, do I lose this person forever or do I do I try to change? And it's not that they really change. It's that they get really good at pretending to care. Mm-hmm. And that's somebody being fake in a relationship is no better than someone being who they are and you're just not happy with them. Yeah, I know. 
it may be okay for a little bit but yeah i that's true it i don't know it, it sucks because we don't have a whole lot of faith that people do change period and and maybe that's just who we are and that's what people have proven to me anyway but i i've even we have even known people that have given uh they've gotten divorced and remarried the second chance mm-hmm. and Still now got divorce. divorced again twice so uh, i don't know and and to us it's like are you really gonna why are you gonna put yourself through that again mm-hmm. why are you gonna think that that person or that you're maybe maybe and maybe i'm you know not giving people enough credit because i I know there is people that do actually change but that's very few and far between but even if they do change and things seem okay Mm -hmm. there's usually something else that that comes up in the relationship and and it's like well I have changed, though. Mm-hmm. I've changed, and I know you have changed too. But you haven't changed enough to my new standards, right? Well, and, that, and that's what you have to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where you—you—that's something you have to figure out yourself and come to terms with yourself. Your your partner can't do anything to change your expectations. Mm-mm. That, that's on you. Your expectations, your expectations, right, wrong, or indifferent, they're yours. And it's okay to have those expectations. Mm-hmm. But your partner isn't the one that's responsible for your expectations. No. And you shouldn't lower your expectations, but you need to admit that, well, they don't meet them. And there's certain reasons why they can't meet them. And I think that the... The intent on second chances, I think people feel almost noble and big by being like, well, I could have left and I, I gave them a second chance. Like That's even worse, it, though. Yeah, like, like you're the bigger person for giving them false hope or not admitting that it's over or whatever it is. Um, rip the Band-Aid off. Yeah, I mean, if this and 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 I say that because and I'm not talking to the minority out there where this has actually worked. I am talking to the majority where it's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. It's an absolute waste of their time, your time. If you gave them an ultimatum, you gave them a second chance, and you decide to stick with them for six months, just think of. How much different your life could be in six months? Mm -hmm. You can accomplish a ton of shit in half a year. Most people don't Mm -hmm. because they're idiots. But if you are a go-getter... Because they don't want to change. Yeah, you can accomplish so much in six months. You could have a completely different life. You could have a completely different income. You could have a completely different body. You can have a completely different perspective. I mean, so much can happen in six months. And... Are you just going to waste it on hope and guilt that you know realistically isn't going to pan out the way that they want it to or you are hoping it should? Mm-hmm. I mean, and that that's a tough conversation you need to have with yourself. 
Yeah. Oh, and then have true. it with your partner. Yeah, I know. Eh, I think that the biggest thing is to to know exactly what you want, yeah. though. And know going into if you are wanting to have that conversation with your partner that you want to end it, just <sighs> know that they're probably going to yeah. give some pushback. Well, and and you you need to realize that when you... Especially for, I, I guess it would apply to both sexes. I, I, I just still, in my mind, I'm picturing a woman talking to a guy. But when you spring that on them, uh, whether you think you're springing on them or not, or you think that they should have known or not, I, I think a lot of guys are like, this hit me just out of the blue. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that when you, when you approach someone and you say, you know, it's over, even though they should realize that they're unhappy they're unsatisfied, they are miserable and depressed. I mean, I did it when my ex said, this is it. You know, I, I can't do this anymore. At that moment in time, the fear of change was so big, I think that initial moment, I don't know if I'd say I would have agreed to do anything, mm-hmm. but I would have been very open to whatever change she threw out there and so for a lot of you that you know if you've been pestering your partner we need to go to couples therapy we need to go to couples therapy we need to talk about this we talk about that and they're like no 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 when you spring that and you're like you know what i'm done and they're like well well, i'll go to couples therapy with you Mm -hmm. that's an act of desperation they don't really want to improve the That's relationship. It, it's yeah. it's a last ditch effort to just not change the norm, even though the norm is awful and shitty, and they should have enough recognition to be like, I want out of this too. Mm-hmm. They they start throwing out all the stops. They're like, oh shit, mm-hmm. she's really serious about this now. Yep, I'll change. I'll do this. I'll do that. I I don't give you enough foot rubs. I'll give you a foot rub every night. <laughs> We'll, we'll go we'll go to counseling I'll quit asking for sex I, I mean they there is no limit to what that guy will agree to when they think that their world is about to flip upside down and it's like a it's like a um god dang it I, I had it and I almost said like hostage situation but that's not what I'm trying to think of mm-hmm. I'm half a bottle of wine in and a few shots in <laughs> and I'm surprised I'm still awake I know right so I can't think anymore. Yeah, okay. But, you know, I, I think that you're going to get that type of knee-jerk reaction mm-hmm. from that partner that's like, I'll do anything just so you don't leave. That's and what I got. That's them speaking without thinking clearly. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, one of the things I went through, I, I knew I knew when, when my ex told me it was done, I, I made the comment, I was like, well... Would you be open to go to couples therapy? She said, no. Mm-hmm. I don't want to worry about making anybody else happy anymore. And I remember that night, I went in the basement, and I played Red Dead Redemption. Was it Red Dead? Oh, my gosh. I watched a couple episodes of The Office Aww. and played Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> uh-huh. And it just it hit me that this is, I need out of this, too. This is just bad. I'm not happy. And what's going to come out of couples therapy? She's not going to change and all of a sudden be affectionate. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. She's not going to change and all of a sudden, you know, have some kind of sexual attraction to me. She's not going to change and and stop being materialistic. She, I mean, and, and you start really... But that doesn't pop into your head first. That that takes time. And I was lucky enough that I start, I came to that realization fairly quickly. Yeah. A lot of people don't come to that realization until they find something better. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do come to the realization. Hopefully you do. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody wants out of a good marriage. Yeah. No. So remember that. <laughs> yeah. There's nobody that's like, oh, I'm completely happy. You know what? I'm over this. Let's get out of here. <laughs> That doesn't happen. Nobody wants out of a good marriage. Uh-oh. Only people only want out of bad relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with everything. With with nobody wants to leave a good job that they're happy with. Yeah. Nobody wants to, you know, ditch a service provider that they're happy with. It you know, that's not how it happens. Even if you think that you're doing everything that you can to help your relationship, if your partner isn't happy, they're not happy. Yeah. Period. Sometimes you just aren't the one for them, and they aren't the one for you. Oh, yeah. I know. I completely agree with that. it's 100% compatibility. Yes, it is. And so... Yeah. Oh, no. I think that... I'm I'm glad that we... That we had this episode. I Mm -hmm. think that... uh, I don't know why we never even, like, thought about about it. You know, thought even... To have a, a second chances episode before. And because it was never on our radar. No. But no. it was just like, hey, what the heck? Why haven't we yeah. <laughs> thought about this? Well, you know what you don't have to give second chances to? Hmm. 1821. <laughs> man-made body wash, shampoo, and conditioner. <laughs> this nice. is what I use whenever I take a shower. The this is the spice vanilla. Those of you watching, it looks just like a bottle of booze. Yeah. It's awesome. Eighteen twenty one is actually the uh, article that ended prohibition. Um, but the spice vanilla is awesome. You start showering in it, it smells up your entire bathroom. Yes, it, it smells, smells so awesome. Good. Your wife smells you coming out of there. Um, it lasts. It stays on your skin. It is. I, I use. I don't have hair on my head, obviously. This is what I wash my beard with. It's what I wash my body with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the best stuff out there. So head over to 1821manmade.com. Uh, use MOTR25 to get 25% off your entire purchase. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know. Yeah. You definitely don't have to give it a second chance. That's right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to add to you. I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I mean, I know that... I think people going through it will be like, oh, a lot easier said than done. Mm-hmm. And, and people tend to put a lot of... Well, that's what I wanted to... Actually, that's a, that is what I wanted to say. I think that a lot of people would be like, to me, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier said than done because I had you mm-hmm. to, to actually be able to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. And... But I think that it was... I had delayed... The inevitable mm-hmm. and it was i knew i knew exactly what i wanted i wanted out yeah. i wanted out of the relationship i didn't want to be in that relationship anymore i didn't want to have a, a loveless relationship i didn't want to feel like just roommates with somebody anymore mm-hmm. and i i knew exactly what i wanted 
But because of the guilt and because of my emotions, I decided to give him the second chance. Yep. And yes, it worked. It all worked out in the end for me, but... But the relationship still ended. But the relationship ended. And that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing to take out of it. Yeah. Is it's it's not going to... And you spent In nine, most cases, you, it's not going to work out. And you spent nine more months in a bad relationship. Yes. That you didn't have to stay in. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, it, just because it was, quote-unquote, easy for me to end it because I found Seth, doesn't mean that, oh, I, I can still stick it out with my partner mm-hmm. because you know chances are whoever you find ain't gonna be as good as me anyway <laughs> so don't set your expectations that high <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah so i don't know just I, it's i don't i don't like to say oh just end it mm-hmm. but i do like to say just end it right because <laughs> Because you're you are delaying the inevitable, mm-hmm. even if you like the like I said we we've dealt with multiple situations before, or couples that we've known where they have given the partner the second chance, and all of them are divorced. Yep, one hundred percent. It from our experience does not work out. No, it doesn't. So, and I'm. Even saying that, I'm not saying that it hasn't for anybody. No. I'm just saying our, our knowledge it and experience, experience and what we've been exposed to, it has not. No. Um, and that's that's predominantly what happens. Mm-hmm. And so. Yeah. Um, I have really enjoyed our Fitvine yeah, wine this last month. Mm-hmm. It's been really good. I don't even know what we're drinking in August. I don't know either. It's my birthday month. Yeah, I know. I don't know what that means. It needs to be something Is there special. any kind of national drink thing in August? I don't know. I'll have to look it, look it up. It's my birthday month, so maybe I should just pick all of my favorite drinks. Maybe you should. That would be good. That would be good. And I'll show everybody how to make those. Mm-hmm. I know we, we missed the shot video last week because of the wine. Um, and we did have a little technical difficulty with oh our last episode, but it got yeah. fixed within a day. It did. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. But our our Fitvine wine comes to an end mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, it was good. We really I know we still have it. a couple of bottles we may have to bust out at some point in time. and Bust out or and share. give away or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, I, again, I don't have anything else to add. Yeah, so I, I think it was a good episode. I think it was needed. I think that I hope that you all have enjoyed it. Um, but as always, thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.